Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Hello, VP Podcast listeners. This is Kim Hauer and Jill Fisher. Um, It is Thursday, April 13th, and um, Thursdays are our thankful Thursdays. So, Jill, what do you got to be thankful for this week? I'm so thankful to be sitting here with Kim Hauer doing a podcast. And I say that because we, we were lucky. We were able to have some of these familiar verses in yeah. scripture that we've read probably our entire lives. Yeah. But it made me dig deeper into these uh, verses and really, you know, go digging to find out some commentary on them. And I really believe that it has helped me um, understand them even more that I'll, I'll, I hopefully will never forget this. So I'm very thankful. Well, thank you for joining me. I'm glad that you feel that way about um, the study aspect. I know you're not that thankful to be here with me sitting on the microphones During with spring break. Our headphones on on spring break. Maybe we should do this remote sometime in a beach place somewhere. <laughs> there but, you go. Good thinking. Yes, but I do appreciate the... Um, when you do little chunks of scripture and then you allow yourself study time um, just to kind of look up commentaries. And of course, you always have to be careful what commentators you listen to and um, outside of the word of God, right? Just speaking to us. But um, sometimes it's just helpful to have some insight into the 12 baskets. Like what, why was that a big deal? Why was it noted in the scripture? Like, um, because sometimes there is a much deeper meaning than we get on the surface. So um, I too appreciate the opportunity when I do the podcast to dig deep and just, um, yeah, like try to get as much out of it as I possibly can. Because you're only doing a few verses, a dozen verses, something like that at a time. Um, So thank you for joining me and for um, doing the in-depth studies. Um, As you know, we clearly did not discuss all of this stuff that we've researched. So even though I know we go long, (laughs) we could go much longer. (laughs) So I know that today you're all listening and you're like, oh, thank you, Lord, that they do not read all of their notes. Um, But sorry. And honestly, I know I go long, but um, just so you know, like the opportunity to just dig deep into scripture is it's a good habit every once in a while. So, so thank you um, all for listening to us as we dive in. And uh, yeah, my thankful Thursday is um, I'm thankful that even though you'll see a photo of me in a sweater and it's cold today while we're recording, uh, there have been glimpses of spring and the birds chirping. And I'm sure by the time you all listen to this, that will be even greater. So um, flowers will be popping up out of the ground. And I just love the freshness and the newness of this season. So I am thankful for spring and the beauty that it brings. 
Amen. Yes. All right. So Matthew 14, verse uh, 22 through 33. And I will go ahead and read that today. Um, It is Jesus walks on the water. Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. After he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone, and the boat was already a considerable distance from land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is I, don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, Tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. So, uh, as you read this familiar story, what jumped out to you or what did you find in your deep digging in relationship to this one that was new to you? His walk was short-lived once he took his eyes off Jesus. That's a good one. Um, and the other, the other part to that is Jesus invited Peter out into the rough waters instead of calming the waves first. Mm-hmm. So, like in life, we're not promised smooth sailing. Mm-hmm. Instead, he promises to always be with us through our rough seas, our storms. So, yeah. Kind of bold of him even to think about asking. Honestly, I would have been like, uh, the water's a little rough. Could you calm it first and then I'll jump out, right? Like, really, it did take a, a, a fair amount of faith, boldness just to even get out of that boat in that water. So it, it's not like he doubted. I was going to say that, you know, it it required him to step out. Uh, it required right. his faith to really step up, to, for him to step out. Right. And so it pr- kind of proves to us how much faith he had, how much Peter had as far as faith. Right. Um, but you're right. As soon as his focus was no longer on Jesus is when he sank. And the fear creeps in, right? As soon as we take our eyes off Jesus, then everything around around us becomes that much bigger and scarier. And it makes it really hard then to like trust that God's got it. And we want to live in comfort. In a comfort zone. We want to be comfy all the time. Yeah. 
Yeah, I I did like the had that same thought of like it just took one second taking your eyes off Jesus and down you go, <laughs> you know. And of course, Jesus rescues him, right? Because right. I'm sure that was part of the plan. Um, I don't think Jesus was surprised the least bit that that's how it played out, right? I think he um, well knew that that could happen, right? That Peter was going to take his eyes off from him and then become fearful of the surrounding circumstances. Um, and so he was right there ready, right? Right there ready to catch him because he's with you as long as you keep your eyes on him. And then he's ready to catch you when you, you know, take him off. And the more he asks us to step out in faith, that's when we, it becomes easier. Yeah. Um, And we were talking about testimony the other day. And, um, you know, think about the testimony that Peter had in this story. Yeah. And how he probably talked about that the rest of his life. Mm -hmm. Because... He had the faith to step out, and in those types of circumstances, you know, to step out onto the water. <laughs> That's a big step of faith. Yeah. And um, something that he was able to share for the rest of his life. And those are the yeah. time, those are the stories that we need to. Um, have more of when we think the circumstances are beyond our control or crazy. That's right when God wants us to step into them. Right. And share um, for the our testimonies. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it can be said enough, right? Like the, there is always enough around us to distract us. Always. You know, like there's... <laughs> Again, since the fall, there have been tumultuous times for every human being on the face of the planet. Um, yeah, and, and that's when Jesus says, come on out, right? Hand in hand, we can do this together. I'm right here with you. I've got you. Um, but so often we just lose track of that or take our eyes off him. Yeah, take our eyes off from him and then try to do it ourselves. Yep. Yep. And then the and then everything around us becomes so much greater. Right? We just kind of lose focus of who Jesus is, who he said he was, who he promises to be, the promises that he's made. Um and not that he's promised us to not have the rough waters because clearly Jesus experienced the rough water too. Um but he also calmed it. As soon as they got back into the boat, you know, safety, calm seas. And all was well again. Um, but you're right. I think how differently it could have played out, right? Like, does it take as much faith to get out on the water when it's like glass? I think most of our photos, children's photos, at least that I remember, it seems like that's kind of the image you get is like walking on glass, you know, or if you would like movies and maybe not such great ones, but um, Bruce Almighty. I think is the one where uh, Morgan Freeman plays God in that movie. Right. Um, but at the point where he does, like, that is the image you get of, like, he's walking on water. 
with Morgan Freeman, who's God, um, in the movie. And um, it's like glass. It looks like he's walking on glass that has water on it kind of thing, right? Like, So that's kind of been my image of what this rough seas look like until you just brought that up. Like, yeah, he got out of the boat. It was easy. You know, it's like walking on glass. No, it was rough seas. They were afraid, <laughs> you know, for the water and then to see Jesus. And so, yeah, I mean, that was a real, mm-hmm. a real big leap of faith and trust in Jesus. So, um, we need to lean into that more, I guess, in our lives than the fearful. And here um, it ends with, truly, you are the son of God. And this is the first time that they call him and recognize that he's truly the mm-hmm. son of God well, in the scripture. The first time. The first time that they acknowledge that he is truly he is truly the son of God. He's the Messiah. The one they've all been waiting for. Huh. Wonder Thanks if it even sank Peter. in at that point, right? Like did that level of the prophecy sink in? First they thought he was a ghost. Right. And then they realize because of Peter's faith. Yeah. That truly, you know, and it doesn't just say, Oh, you're the son of God. It's truly Yeah. Emphasis. Mm-hmm. Wow, so I did not know that. First time they uh, acknowledge it. Hmm. Well, anything else come to your attention as you read this? Again, it seems like this is a a shorter passage, not so much in verses, but in what it's about, you know? It's not like there's multiple things to discuss there. No, I think, (laughs) yeah, just to some from my... My side, you know, just stepping out of the boat, stepping out of the boat, um, requires faith. And um, without Jesus, we will sink. Yeah, I think this was the scripture and that I kind of related to yesterday about the things that Jesus did, like he, always on mission, right? So he was always doing. But this was one of those stories where I was like, what? So he dismissed the crowd after they ate that big meal. So it's late at night because we already knew it was late at night before they even did the big meal. So it's late at night. He tells the crowd to go away. He goes up to the mountainside to pray at night. It's late. I don't do late nights. So I already am not <laughs> not in on this one. Um, but then it says, you know, that the disciples went out on the boat and Jesus was there alone. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them. So again, this is like all night, Jesus was up on this mountainside praying. Like not sleeping, at least doesn't, it doesn't seem to indicate that he was sleeping. um, Because he went off to the mountainside to pray by himself. And then shortly before dawn, he goes out to the disciples. Um, just that dedication, like I just can't even fathom it sometimes. Like, how does the man do it? You know, I know he's God, but again, he's human. Yes. His body needs physical sleep, rest. Um, and I just couldn't yes. help but think that like 
his strength had to have come from the Father and the Holy Spirit. Yes, I was you know, what I mean, say, it had to build up by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And and because he went away, and he probably stayed up all night praying. Um, so yeah, I just just kind of blows my mind sometimes when I just think about the little things like that, like how how on earth did he do like pull an all nighter after all these miracles, all these healings? He had to be physically drained, mentally drained, emotionally drained, spiritually drained, and then he still went to get filled up in prayer. Good lesson to learn. Yeah. Yeah. It's not by our strength, but by the strength of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And Jesus proves that. Yeah. So if those are our two takeaways for the day, I would say, um, A, keep your eyes focused on Jesus. And then it's odd how it just doesn't seem to matter what else is going on around you. Um because he has a way of creating a peace that we just can't explain. So, so keep your eyes on Jesus first and foremost. Um, and then secondly, just, you know, that reliance on the Holy Spirit's power. Um, we are told that we have it, so we should live in it. So I just uh, pray and challenge um, that of each of our listeners today that you would... Um, yeah, be bold and courageous like Peter to step out in the rough waters. Keep your eyes focused on Jesus and then um, rely on his strength to get you through all that he has planned for you. So uh, I pray that you have a great Thursday and we will be back tomorrow for our final day. See ya. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.